0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Marico, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, broadcasting to the heart of the I Work For Am Nation, where we are transforming the workplace of every Christian into an incredible place of ministry. You've tuned into the Voice of the Faith and Work Movement. Hey, thanks for joining us this afternoon. We are your hosts, privileged enough to be so, Jim and Martha Brangenberg.
1: Welcome, everybody. We are glad that there is an f- opportunity, Jim, for us to do this on Facebook and for people to be able to um, connect not only with just the the topic, the conversation, but also getting to see, like you know, that Todd Hopkins is a real person. This is kind of fun. So um, I know that we've all been dealing with different aspects of. Uh, the coronavirus, and I think that this is going to be really impactful today for people to hear um, from a company that is really living in the midst of it right now.
0: All right. You know, when you have been doing the same thing for 26 years, sometimes you get stale and bored and you play more golf and take more vacation, more days than you actually spend in the office. Not Todd Hopkins with Office Pride Franchising. Todd has been running his kingdom-centered commercial cleaning business for 26 plus years, and he's fresh today as he was 10 years ago ago 15 20 years ago todd has a fresh vision for impacting the nation through office pride and he always has some great stories to tell so todd hopkins welcome back to the i work for Him program
2: hey guys thanks for having me
0: we're just great grateful to have you we've never done one of these video shows we thought this would be fun to have you do a video with us todd and to share from your heart so before we get talking about the vision that god's laid on your heart you know you've been running office pride it's 26 plus years right do i have that right
2: uh, 28 years now. Twenty. Well, yeah.
0: 20 26 plays. plus. It was another two That's years. <laughs> uh, okay, that was the plus. I'm sorry I had that wrong. How do you keep a fresh
2: perspective each and every day? Yeah, well, um, actually, I'm, I've got a second win right now. So, this is going to be easy for me to answer, especially uh, you know, when we start talking about this uh, new way God has given me to articulate my vision. So I've got a, I've got a really new, fresh perspective, but certainly this year with COVID-19 it's required another level of leadership. It's required, uh, uh, thinking about things that we never had to think about before. Uh, and as an entrepreneur, we like thinking about new things. So we we don't really like the COVID-19, uh, but, uh, the, the, the change of pace, um, I think that's when a lot of entrepreneurs kind of step up and try to make things happen. So mm-hmm. praise the Lord. Uh, things, uh, you know, God's really, uh, favored us, I believe during this time and our franchisees and, uh, you know, so we're, we're all, uh, focused on, on the future and, and making a difference uh, where we are because right now cleaning is more important than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, and you're exactly right that as entrepreneurs, you know, it is an opportunity to, to say, hmm, what have we not been doing well? What can we do better? And, um, being able to make some changes that really impact your business, um, I think it's, it's pretty amazing that who would have thought that there would be like a surge in the need for cleaning. So, so with that same frame of reference, as far as, um, keeping your, you know, your work faith and, and fresh ideas, how do you, or how do you keep your faith fresh? each and every day?
2: Well, that's just through quiet time. I mean, just asking, mm. really starting the day with God. I, I was always taught, as soon as I wake up, just give God the day. So I just would, you know, I typically say, guys, we won't give you this day. I pray you'll live through me today. And then uh, get into some quiet time, some reading. And sometimes, I mean, I mix it up a little bit in my quiet time. So sometimes it's the Bible. Sometimes it's other things that faith-based so uh, I I like and then sometimes I'll combine it even this morning I was reading uh, some leadership content from John Maxwell it's just incorporating that with some scripture and uh, so that I, I really just ask God to speak to me and it's amazing quite frankly you ever have one of these times where you read something and you think man I never really noticed that before but you know you've read it like five or six, seven different times. Or 30
0: times. But, and you're like, was that always in there? I mean, really, right, did right. that donkey always talk to Palin? Was that really in there? So, Todd, talk to me about this. I mean, you wrote the book, The Janitor, a number of years ago. And I think it's in one of your top, top best books that you've written. And you've written a lot of books. It's all about the ministry of a janitor, of a commercial cleaning person. And it's really the story of office pride. So, before we really talk about this vision of 2020 going forward, where did you get Who taught you that your life as a commercial cleaning specialist was really a ministry?
2: Well, I I wouldn't categorize it as commercial cleaning. I would say that our life in general, no matter where God has us should be ministry. That's why God, you know, if we claim to be believers in Lord Jesus Christ, then um, God has a, a purpose and a plan. He wants to use us for something And so I don't think God makes mistakes. So I believe God has us where he has us for a reason. And he put me in the marketplace and entrepreneurship is what he's gifted me with that skill set. It just so happens that uh, I went into the commercial cleaning industry. I believe at this point now, God's called me to this industry and specifically the people in it and the customers that are in it. But, uh, you know, it didn't necessarily start out that way, but I felt like. Uh, God was calling me to something, and it was to start a business uh, I you know things kind of worked out really good here and so now i'm just asking him to use me where I am and this has been a big year for commercial cleaning, a lot of things happening, a lot of communication, not just in the office program, quite frankly, but building service contracting industry as a whole it has so changed your whole in-
0: world i mean the, the whole world has changed i mean really the last three months you've spent time pivoting your most drastic fastest pivoting you've ever had to do that's one of those great words pivoting and social distancing two big two of the biggest hottest words from 2020 how how has the coronavirus impacted your company how has it impacted all of your franchisees at office pride
2: yeah. Well, it's interesting to talk about pivot. So uh, the interesting thing about this year is decisions happen at light speed. Sometimes God's the only resource we have as quick as we need it to help with decisions and seek wisdom because things that used to happen, uh, you guys know we, you could plan for something over the course of a year. Well, now you got to get it done in a week, Yeah, right? Things that you could ponder on forever, You've got to decide now or that decision's not available to you the next day. That's what was happening, especially two months ago. The month of March was like that. And so things have kind of settled into, at this point, a little more of a, of a routine. Things aren't as much of a shock hour by hour as they were was in March. But as far as our franchisees go, they're, they're doing great. I'm so proud of them. They've stepped up. Um, we, we got out in front of this as much as we possibly could just trying to anticipate what to expect what was going to happen as you guys can imagine there are a lot of customers that are needing more cleaning more disinfecting than and and really disinfecting areas that before weren't get disinfected so a lot of times we would we would always disinfect restrooms and break areas things like that but not necessarily an entire office and so or a manufacturing facility, all these things. So we're doing all that now. Now the high touch point areas are very important. The things that you, you touch all the time, anything we can help do to reduce the spread of any kind of disease and the perception to help with the perception that the place is clean so that people feel comfortable coming back right. to work. So more well, than ever, they want to, here's the interesting thing used to, we, we were supposed to be the most invisible person in the building, the mm-hmm. cleaning service. Now they want us to be the most seen person uh-huh. in the building. It's crazy. The franchisees are doing great. So so there was this boom in regards to some customers wanting more. And then there's others that are shutting their whole building down mm-hmm. who need less or no service. So uh, those are now coming back. And So you got new customers, you got existing customers that added more. And now with the return of those who suspended services, we're, you know, we're hoping that everybody comes out much bigger on the other side and the franchisees got in there. They, they were fast learners. We started using electrostatic sprayers and things like that, which really was a newer thing uh, to our industry. And so A lot of fast learners, I'm real happy with the way the – the the morale, by the way, is better, I think, in our system than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, So, Martha.
1: You know, I think this is so good for people to hear because we don't often get to hear this, you know, intimate with an organization. That's not what we're hearing on the news necessarily. So, I'm encouraged Mm -hmm. by, yes, it was hard. Yes, there's things you've had to change. Yes, not everything's going to be the same. But um, really, in an amazing way, it's elevating – the 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 position of cleaning crew to a whole new level so let's talk about i posted out here you know getting people anticipated at the idea that god gave you eight words last october to help you to um really define the vision for your organization for the next 10 years let's talk about that you said um that it came in eight words what are those words and then we can start to talk about it
2: Oh, you want to know the eight words you first? You uh, Spoiler alert. Okay. No. Spoiler alert. Yes. yes. Eight words. Nobody's going to remember them that fast, and then we're going to dig deep into them. All right. Okay. The eight words, positive impact. Yes. Perpetual growth. No vulnerabilities, which since changed to eliminate vulnerabilities and glorify God. So we got eight words there. Did you
1: ask Uh, God if it was
0: okay to change one of those eight words? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I felt felt comfortable with it. All right. right. I'm just checking. Okay. So because this came to you in a quiet time when you were having quiet time back in October,
2: wasn't it? Uh, Well, kind of the, uh, uh, we had a strategic planning meeting for this is in October, specifically October the fourth. So, been on a Friday. So, third and fourth we were meeting, but on that morning, Friday morning, I knew we were going to be setting goals for 2020, and I felt like, and I was leading that. And I like to begin with the end in mind and work backwards. And I really felt like I just didn't have clarity as to what the vision for Office Pride, my vision for Office Pride was. I couldn't articulate it. It always frustrated me. And so uh, at 4 a.m. that morning, literally, God woke me up. And it's almost like uh, he's – so I had an unexpected meeting that morning at 4 a.m. Sure. And um, it's like God was saying, Todd, you're going to lead your team today, and you don't even know how to articulate your own vision. And I've been – you know, wanting to get this right for a long time. So, so I got up and I just started asking God, what is it? Well, stacks. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just saying, I mean, because a lot of times God does wake us up in the middle of the night and a lot of people don't recognize that, but I know for me it's three o'clock. It, not four o'clock usually, but it's three o'clock. If God's got something to say to me, it's three o'clock in the morning because it's the quietest time of my life, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Apparently my, my mind is wound down. But it's really cool that God woke you up and answered your prayer, prepared you for this meeting. So let's talk about those eight words. You said, uh, and I want to dig into them because I, I want to understand because everybody that's running a business out there or working in, a, in an environment out there in the marketplace, actually anywhere, can benefit from these eight words. And, and I want to also remind everybody, we're talking with Todd Hopkins today from OfficePrideFranchise.com. If you want a business, if you've been thinking you're not entrepreneur, and, but you've been wondering, where do I go? How do I get started? What, what should I do? OfficePrideFranchise.com would be a place I would recommend checking out because not only will they teach you how to run an incredibly great business, but at the same time, they'll disciple you on how to do it in a kingdom fashion, on how to value not only your customers, but your people, and to do it all the glory of God. Well, in fact, their mission... Well, is to honor God by positively impacting people and workplaces. Right over his shoulder. That's man. right. So I would re- recommend that you guys check it out. Officepridefranchise dot com. All right, Todd. What does it mean? What do you mean when you say positive impact?
2: Yeah, so the first two words God gave me was positive impact. I started here's the interesting thing. I started with a blank sheet of paper. So I'm I'm a futuristic. That's my number one. I'm on strength finder. I have lots of stacks of paper, a lot of thinking, lots of journaling, a lot of planning. And I thought, I don't have time to go through all this and inject my lifetime of biases. I'm going to listen to God with a blank sheet of paper. And I said, God, what, what's your vision for office probably 20 years from now? And I just got thinking, well, I, if I were to shut my eyes and picture it, I see us having positive impact. So I wrote positive impact down and, And for me, I'm thinking this is cool because our mission is to honor God by positively impacting people in workplaces. So we want to have a positive impact on people. We want to have positive impact on workplaces. And to take it a little further, we want to have positive kingdom impact. I feel like we only live once and that God wants to use me and the business he's called me to be steward of to impact people. So I looked at that positive impact and I'm thinking, now that's something I can get passionate about. I can articulate. I can teach others. So I had the first two words, and then I said, "Okay, God, what's next?"
1: Hmm. All right. So, and when He said, "What's next?" The next words were "perpetual growth," right?
0: No, uh, perpetual growth. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I mean, what does that mean? Perpetual growth. I mean, when you
2: say perpetual growth, are you talking about perpetuation, or are you talking about growth? Well, that's a good question. So I was just thinking, okay, what's my perfect world? So like office pride, we're gonna have positive impact. That's if as I if I shut my eyes, say, what are we doing 20 years from now, we're having positive impact and we're perpetuating growth, meaning we're investing in people, leadership development, we're helping our people, everybody that's associated with us get better and grow. So if we lose somebody, we have others lined up ready to take that spot. And if I could teach franchisees how to do the same, they're going to be more successful building their organization. So I want it to become part of this culture of, of, of perpetual growth mindset. But outside of just investing in growth of people, we're investing in growth of systems and structures so that people can grow their business. Almost like once we put this franchise system in motion, growth just happens, right? We're executing and growth is happening. So, It it fits well with franchising. It fits well with making a difference, growing people. So we got positive impact, perpetual growth.
0: And and this perpetual growth thing, Martha, what I love about it is that it's such a kingdom principle because you're doing a couple of things. Number one, you're investing in people, helping them become better who they are, Todd. But you're also – you're making it so that if you ever have an emergency and you can't be the CEO of Office Pride franchise anymore because for for the next six months because something major has happened – you're not worried because you've already prepared people for this eventuality. Same thing with the franchise owner.
1: Well, you know, one of the things, Todd, um, we were listening to when you unveiled this to your people, the the podcast that you created for that, um, and one of the things you said is if someone wants to have growth, Find, ask for ways to take things off of your boss's plate. Um, yeah. You know, something like that. You said, and I thought that yeah. is such a great tool that every single person listening to today, listening to this show, watching it on Facebook, can um, apply in their own life. Because if we we if we want to be responsible for things like our boss is. Just ask them. Hey, is there something that you do that I can do for you that I can help? My goodness, that's music to every boss's ears, right? So right, and right. you grow. I mean, the,
2: the per- that's right. They should come to us and say, "What? What can I help you with? What can I take off your plate?" That's the best way to grow, as a, as a, as opposed to us delegating something. Them kind of rolling their eyes like they already got a whole lot to do, right? So I always tell them that, and and that's worked. And so I, it's. Because when you take things off your boss's plate, your boss can work on bigger and better things. The organization continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Growth, growth is perpetual,
0: right? Right. So, okay. So, we've got positive impact. We've got perpetual growth. And then you, it was no vulnerabilities, but you went to eliminate vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's good because I had this question, how is it even possible to not have vulnerabilities? I mean- I think, I mean, isn't our life of Christ all about our vulnerabilities and how the Lord is using them in our lives. I mean, how can you run an organization? How can you run your life without having vulnerabilities?
2: Yeah. So the, um, interesting about that, again, I'm asking my vision for office price. So let's just say it's 15, 20 years out. And I ask myself, what's my perfect world, you know, and God, what does this business look like? My, my vision, what does it look like? That's what vision is. And so, uh, want to have positive impact, want to perpetuate growth. And in my perfect world, we wouldn't have any vulnerabilities. So I wrote down no vulnerabilities. And uh, a- and I think that's fair. Now, it's easier to... You're right, Jim. There are always going to be some vulnerabilities. So the objective is to be eliminating vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. right? And that, gets, that creates more of a motion to it. And so I changed that later to eliminate vulnerabilities. So the big question is, If I if I can build this into our culture, then I have a team here, 24 people in our corporate staff that are thinking about what are things I can do to help eliminate office pride's vulnerabilities, whether that be financial vulnerabilities, legal vulnerabilities, economic, competitive, whatever it is. Let's think about possible vulnerabilities, and even when I have a lunch and learn uh, with the corporate team. Uh, and when I when I shared this with them, I said, I want you think about in your own job, what is it you can do to have a positive impact on somebody or to help perpetuate growth or eliminate vulnerabilities? Mm-hmm. And, and next thing you know, they're writing things down, how they can contribute to literal vision achievement
0: and, and so, Todd one of the reasons I want to make sure people got a chance to see you today here on Facebook live and as this goes out to be a podcast later is I wanted people to meet you because if somebody's thinking you know I've always wanted to run my own business and we want to make sure people knew about OfficePridefranchise.com franchise com because not only are you helping people start a business which is a commercial cleaning services business but you're helping Really, you're, you're, you're mentoring and discipling people. You are helping them to be successful as human beings. You're discipling them. In, you know, If they desire it, you're discipling them in Christianity. I mean, you've got, a lot of, you've got people that have come to Christ as franchisees who came to you because they were Christ followers, but they wanted to r- know how to run a business as a kingdom kind of business. I mean, it, it's an incredible opportunity to be in a business tree called Office Pride Commercial Cleaning Services. And that's why I want to make sure people knew about it, because it's awesome. By the way, we're selling books for you uh, on Facebook where people are saying office fried. This is fantastic. I'm going to get a copy of the Somebody janitor. just
1: ordered your book. The janitor, right. So, had you some know, great sorry, comments. I didn't
0: plug your latest book, but I, I, sorry, you know, the janitor is one of my favorites.
1: It, it, it is a great place to start, you know, and I was just thinking two thoughts. Um, this whole idea of eliminating vulnerabilities. Um, this may sound funny coming from me, but I was actually thinking about like, if you have a hole in your armor. Like you know, if you're if you have a place that's vulnerable to the the enemy um, in war, then you want to make sure that you protect that and you cover that, and you think about the um, this crisis that we've been in right now and all of our organizations, the more proactive we are, the more we think about possibilities of problems. You know, in Florida, we think about hurricanes. Everybody's got a hurricane preparedness plan for their organization. But who thought about a virus? You know, this was maybe, um, maybe a little bit, but never to the extent of what it is. But I think that having that conversation is so critical for that very reason, so that you're in a a culture that is used to thinking about... what you're talking Eliminate what could be the
0: exposures op- and liabilities, exactly. that kind of stuff. I mean, that's that's I mean, so, Todd, how did I mean, can you give us an example of one exposure or one liability or, or one vulnerability. vulnerability that you have already been all identified that you are working on eliminating?
2: Well, debt, that, that's a could be a vulnerability. De- I mean, right oh. now, in a time like this, so we've been committed to be debt free, uh, and and we are debt free, and so the goal of eliminating that vulnerability is helping us right now because of the the impact. And there's things that we have to do, other things we have to invest in uh, that maybe we didn't, nobody expected to be on the journey that we're on right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, having not being over leveraged has been a good thing. Another one is in our industry, like for example, there's a lot of companies that clean um, retail, And you can grow real fast, clean retail, but you could lose it all at once because of these Mm -hmm. national contracts. And we just always chose to stay out of retail and really stay out of restaurant cleaning for the most part. And and for for us right now, you know, we're not hit by the fact that retail and restaurants have been Mm -hmm. closed. Right. We focused on medical off. We want to specialize in medical cleaning, manufacturing facilities, office buildings all these types of places, churches, things like that. A lot of churches have been closed, <laughs> but most of our customer base have been pretty essential throughout all this. And this right. has been, uh, that's, that's really helped our, our franchisees. So mm. we're real diversified, but uh, you know, our focus has been on industries that kind of sustain well during tough times and sure uh, but even just thinking of us. the
1: vulnerability of having all of your eggs in one basket no matter what the yep. industry might be that could be a vulnerability for somebody that's watching right now and and a thing to reconsider um, that for the future so let's talk about the last two words of your eight word um, mm-hmm. revelation that God gave you and it is no surprise because of course if we look at your mission statement it is at the top of your mission statement I know you got to cut it so let's talk
2: image thing going.
1: yeah so let's talk about those last two words. It was honor. Yeah, it was yeah. glorify, glorify God. God.
2: Yeah, glorify God. So, you know, Pastor Tony Evans says the quickest way to reverse or halt greatness is to not give God the credit. Mm-hmm. And God wants the credit. And our, I know our responsibility ultimately is to glorify God. And my vision for the future is that we're doing that uh, still. So uh, all these things, if you were to think about uh, positive impact, perpetual growth, growth, uh, Eliminate vulnerabilities, glorify God. The interesting thing about this whole vision, because I got real excited about this, is that it's not it's not destination focused. It's not. It doesn't talk about where we end up. Like so many people's uh, definition of vision is, where do you want to end up? What do you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And, my vision, and that's one of the reasons I always always struggle with articulating it because I felt like I hate to put numbers to something that and get fo- focused on that. That I'm not focused on what God wants me to do. So, our vision is more about how we do things along the way, not where we end up. Mm-hmm. We have a journey. Well, you got to focused- say that.
0: You got to say that again. Say it slow. That was the tweetable tweet of the day. Yep so
2: our vision is about how we do things along the way not where we end up it's a journey focused vision so if you think about it i believe it's more biblical than than the vision statements that we often hear i mean because god's called us to do things as we go i don't think god uh, pulls us aside i want you to make 75 disciples while you're on the planet no he says as you go be making disciples so i just feel like What God has pressed on my heart, the vision is, as we go, we're to have positive impact, perpetuate growth, eliminate vulnerabilities, and glorify God. That's the vision for office pride. I have goals. We want to achieve certain size. We want to accomplish certain things. But that's not my focus. My focus is on the how we do it along the way. And Mm. this has been exciting. So, Jim, you talk about how do you stay fresh? This is giving me a second win. I feel like My vision is in alignment with what God's called me to do, and um, I'm happy to share it.
1: So with that in mind, challenge our listeners right now with something that, you know, maybe they're struggling. They're saying, man, I wish I had that fresh wind like Todd does and that excitement. Where can they start? What do you suggest for them today?
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's normal to get burnt out. I mean, I've been doing this 28 years, so I've been burned out several different times. Yeah. I have preset go-to reading. I go to that encourages me. It's a one page of, of scripture statements, things that I made a list of when I was in my right mind. And, and so that if I get in a funk, I go back there and it helps get me centered. Uh, so I always encourage people to at least have that preset go-to reading, uh, uh, that that helps you, but look, if you're uh, wanting that second win, then I encourage you to surround yourselves with people who have gratitude. We, as mm. a leader, our number one responsibility, I believe, is to be protector of gratitude. Right, mm. and that's what I've seen in our franchisees uh, here, our corporate staff. Is we've been focused on gratitude. Think about what we're thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for, mm. and if we're not, if we're if we're not grateful, it's real easy to get stuck. And, uh, you know, so our focus is to rejoice. Our focus is protect gratitude. And so I would say if you're burnt out, just start making a list of all the things that you're thankful for and ask God to give you a fresh vision for what he's called you to do. Good word. Thank so let's you. just say
0: somebody just heard that. They just heard Todd Hopkins from com and said, I want to find out about how I can be a part of that team and start my own Office Pride franchise. Todd, what's the best way for somebody to get started to do research about whether that's something they even want to do?
2: Yeah, well, uh, com. We've got tons of information on the uh, website. We've got, uh, great people who can help you every step of the way. But the best thing to do is go to officepridefranchise.com and and just read up on it mm-hmm. and see if you think this would be a good fit for you. And then we, we're we kind of like matchmakers. We're not trying to sell anything. We don't want a false start. We don't want somebody to invest their money and lose their money. And we don't want to waste our time, right? I mean, this is stewardship. All right. Uh, so the idea is, can we help you do what God's called you to do? And can will you be good for us and our brand to help us do what God's called us to do. So if there's a good mutual fit, that's what a true franchise system in any industry is about, is to find a good fit so that we can mutually achieve our goals. OfficePrideFranchise.com is the place to start. Yeah,
0: and the cool part is you've got opportunities across the country. You're not limited uh, by territory. I mean, you've got some territories that are occupied, but you got a lot of opportunities out there. Todd, right. well, go ahead, Martha. Well, I just wanted to here. let
1: listeners know if they go to our website, IWorkForHim.com, go to the podcast page and search Office Pride. Every month for several years, we have done a show featuring different franchisees of Office Pride, and what great stories and firsthand knowledge for people to get there as well. So, just wanted to encourage that. And it's thanks.
0: been fun. You Just hearing the stories of your franchisees have been yeah. amazing. Todd yeah. Hopkins, thanks for being on iWork for Him this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Make sure you check them out online, officepridefranchise.com. You've been listening to iWork for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately...
2: I work for him.